0: Business is uh, the Jay Cook and Lee yes. came up with, okay. the two guys came up with, their physical therapists came up with okay. the functional window that we do. I thought it was a great tool for personal trainers to be able to screen the clients and find out where these issues are because otherwise we're taking them into the to the training area uh-huh. and we're gonna just add fitness to dysfunction. And so some people have kind of like it back enough to kind of cover it up, but it doesn't mean that they'll have asymmetry, separation. You know, they don't have um, these, these issues with their body, and so um, that's what the screen does. It helps us pull that out, so we know that we're gonna. We want someone to move well before we load. It. If they don't move well, then that, that means full joint range of motion, control, control of the body, uh, coordination, balance, uh, motor control. Mm-hmm. We have to get that motor control with your body well, first before we can, you can start going into to exercise. It, yeah. But but a lot of people and trainers, and we've done this in the in the past. Where uh-huh. I was before I started this company, is we would just come in and start working out with people. And of course, they're here to lift weights. They're here to get stronger. They're here to get so that's yeah. what we start doing. We just start throwing them on machines and We're it, um, and start working them out. And so we, you know, the industry has come a long way. Right? Um, there are some, still some, some organizations that do things that might be more single plane oriented, but when you're on a machine and you're sitting down and you're doing a leg extension, for example, well, the body doesn't have to stabilize. If you have something going on with the hip, it won't show up. If we're trying to lose weight, we're trying to develop a foundation, a metabolic foundation, we have to respect those rural heart rates. So a lot of people don't understand that, but there's science behind it. We're we start trying to apply that. You know. We're really you know, just applying that here in our in our most recent uh, year here at Acceleration Training Concept. I've been in the business for 35 years, and I've had this business for 13 years, and we're really just now starting to understand and respect that, and say it's okay, you know. And so, with you, particularly you know, beta blockers, that number changes. Because you right. have to go by perceived rate of exertion, right? And so. Yeah. and if you could talk
1: that was the thing you told me you have to you have
0: to be able to talk while you're working
1: out you have to be able to talk if you're too short of breath and sometimes I get dizzy if I exert that's another sign but that's also a sign you're not
0: Right, right, right. So usually if we're very stressed, something kind of gives up. Uh, typically it's our breathing. So we find people that hold their breath. That means it's a very stressful exercise for them. Because it's the one thing we can give up and not know. We're, we're not going to stop breathing. We're going to start breathing. But we try to do something. And we, if, if we move through We hold our breath when we should be able to do that and, and breathe naturally or breathe, you know, uh, as we do the exercise which again goes
1: back to meditation and I have that calming app that I try to take a couple minutes if I'm stressed and the first thing the calm app says is breathe. Like, that's so significant. In yoga, keep talking about Adam and his yoga, but that is something that I didn't always think about when I was lifting weights or whatever. You're like, oh, you gotta breathe, you gotta be uh, but you're doing this with
0: professional athletes as well sure sure we are our, our history a big part of our history is based on working with professional athletes college athletes and, you know, very, <laughs> you like, even high school <laughs> athletes that are aspiring to mm-hmm. great college athletes mm-hmm. like, so we do yeah, yeah. see a lot of general population yeah, you, so we know. Have a, you know we see a lot of people that come through here so we have a lot of experience and everybody's different yes no two people are the same and um, you know what's interesting to touch base on that part, when we talk about athletes and we talk about young athletes, kids, we're seeing kids more and more today that have terrible mobility, terrible, that they can't move well at because they've been sitting too long. And when we sit, and we're in a sitting society, our glutes don't function, so therefore, other parts of our life really take over, and don't allow us to move from the range of motion the joints designed to move up And so, um, athletes are one of that classic category that, uh, they can look very very strong and look at them you know we've worked with vice uh, athletes you know, for about three years We've been a, been, a, been a while since so we've done that but these are kids that are young kids 20 22 24 young kids college kids that are huge i mean these are like 280 eighty pound, you know 250 280 pound kids that you know play linebacker or tight end they're very very, very strong and they look fantastic but they don't move so our mission with them, for example, is to make sure they're staying at the end of your So we want to take, that's when we take it we start with our functionalities, trying to identify where their limited patterns are, and that's what we try to make sure and, and have your exercise program designed around mobility first before we work on stability strength.
1: Okay, so could we use this bench right here? Could you show them yeah. where my errors are? So sure. they can get an idea. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. like where you you showed where my leg doesn't have the
0: mobility. Oh yeah, that, uh, okay. So, so can
1: you do that, Adam?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay,
1: good. Can. So, I want to show this. So, you told me that I'm standing wrong.
0: So, when I stand, I stand like this with my back swayed. Right. So, when we look at that, there's uh-huh. things we look at. And, and the next thing is your pelvis. Okay. Uh-huh. So, we have we have what's, called, what's called an anterior pelvis tilt. Most uh-huh. people have it, it's not everybody. But an anterior pelvis tilt, if this was a bubble of water uh-huh. right around your waist, uh-huh. you don't want to pour water out of the Ow. front of it. Okay?
1: You want to pull it. Yeah. And you also
0: don't want to pour water out of the back backbone. So there's a neutral position. There's uh-huh. anterior tilt, there's a posterior tilt. And so when we sit for a long periods of time, we get to where we're relaxed and we have that yes. anterior tilt. Therefore we stand up. A lot of that's because our hip flexors get short and tight. That pulls on the pelvis and therefore there's stress on the low back. And when we add exercise to that, there, then the bang starts creeping in. Oh yeah, I feel like in my back a lot of that and there's different reasons for that for lower back problems but one particularly is tight hip flexors and so yes so so this here not stretching out
1: I figured when you asked me you said do you have lower back pain and I said no and then I started thinking about it and I probably have a two or three or four back pain all the time that I've never even noticed because I'm just high functioning Right. and I'm just pushing through it Right. because who has time to worry about lower back pain when you've got something to do
0: So if we simplify that, Uh we have to lengthen the front and strengthen the back. So then we start getting into glute function, how important are the glutes? If we sit, our glutes don't have to function. And if we sit for eight, 10 hours a day, or we're at Uh a computer, or we're at a school desk, or Uh anything, then what happens, is that the, with the gluestone function okay. then that sets up a whole chain of things uh-huh. um, where the leg the hamstrings are overused you know your legs yes. can be your quads can be overused your hip mm-hmm. flexors get mm-hmm. short because the law mm-hmm. of reciprocal inhibition which is is you can't contract both at the same time you can't contract your bicep and your tricep at the same time you can only contract wow. one so it's the same with the hips if your hips are dominant and yeah. we call it tonic Where those muscles are always engaged, and you use those for a lot of things, it doesn't give the back end, the glutes, a chance to really work and develop and grow. So it's not just glute function that's important, but it's also letting go and lengthening the front end that we really have to pay attention to. So we find it it's common that we see or we hear people come in here; they might be doing a lot of glute work, but they're not creating any change. It's because they're really not being able to get their hip into extension and proper hip work and good work because the front end doesn't allow that. Anyway, so so a lot of times the back is is a culprit of what's not working. A lot of times we look at that So if the back's bothering we have to look. Okay, what's not working? Is it the glutes? Is, is it the tummy? Part of the core? Is it the glutes? So we have, you know, there's three parts of what we do. Okay. okay. Years wow. ago, if we talked about someone and yeah, we said, what is the core? Here. And we say, oh, it's just a small uh right? Uh-huh. But really the core is 3 parts. The okay. core, when we say the core, and that's what people have to understand, they have to train. And these units, these, these groups have okay. to work in concert together. Okay. And that's gonna be the glutes, okay. that's gonna be the tummy, out yes. so everybody understands the tummy. Yes. And then we have the upper back, which are called muscles, muscles, muscles. Okay. So, the axis, the axis, the So, that's the core. If you take away your arms and your legs, you're left with the oh, core.
1: So it's, and that's yeah. where
0: your stability, that's where your strength should come from. And your arms and legs should just flow along. We but what we do when we're when we don't have good connection with our upper back, we, we tend to grab stability with our arms. Okay? When we don't have good stability with our hips or our core tummy, we try to grab stability with our legs. We don't need know where the or legs are. You need to start by having some understanding of the legs. You know, that good is our school? So We're all in our so you're Not we start having yeah. the information, We're We're all good. We're making We're all We're all we do. So as I started to look at myself more, I started to look at everything else, uh, realizing how I was just mess. And so that—that's when—that's when we, you know, we, we we begin to talk about all these things to people. But it can be overwhelming. It's a step-by-step process. Because when you start talking about body function and how to move, We start talking about sleep and the importance of it and alcohol and diet. It's like, wow, that's just a lot of information. I can't change everything at once. But we need to, eat, need to know that. We're where we're working come on RGN and feeling good yeah. when we're you know, 65, 75, 85. Right, that yeah. we're know.
1: investing right. now right. for our future health. And oh, then right. I would tell myself, well, I don't have enough time to do this. And if we want to have a long, healthy life, we have to create time. And that's, to me, the benefit of COVID is it made us all come to a screeching halt and then we got to choose what we filled our days with as we came back.
0: Let's talk about,
1: again, I hate Apple watches because we sell Rolex and all those other fabulous watches, but the 10,000 steps, like that's, again, that goes to blue zones, it goes to movement. There's so much research in living a long, authentic, um, connected life. It, it goes back to this that you're talking about, um, sitting versus standing, taking the stairs versus the elevator. Like, are, are you? Is that a big part of your thought process too?
0: As I do things and I move, absolutely. I park in the very back of the parking lot when I go to the grocery store. And I park as far away as I can so I can get some walking in. It's, and, and even though I stand all day for my job, uh-huh. it's unsurprisingly. So, getting 10,000 steps in a day is a really good part because it's not easy to do that. It's not. not I mean, and if, especially if you get 10,000 steps a day, not including going out and running for an hour or something like that. Oh, wow. So, right. So, if you're just active, that's just being an active life. Right? Okay. But um, well, what we do all is we're so busy and we have so many things going on, we have to take an hour to go run. And, you you really need to be able to do get 10,000 steps in your life so I can get I can get you know only 5 or 6,000 steps a day when I'm just in here working and you would think being a trainer on my feet hour after hour walking around this whole place and doing things that it would be really easy for me Mm -hmm. but it's not and so try to get 10,000 steps that's moving around a lot and then, So that's a good—that's a good start. You know, it's really a good. Uh, it, now we build from there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, um, all the way it's not that we get more steps, but the quality and of steps, is Maybe more of active. Yeah. You know, instead of just walking around, where our heart rates maybe that. So, so yeah, absolutely. We, we can work ourselves into a pretty poor situation if we don't pay attention today. We can't wait, you know. 23 oh. years and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm gonna start getting it together. Well, by then there's some things that have been probably fixed in that way right. to make that change.
1: There's no there's not the time to wait because you things degenerate if we're not actively right. using uh, them. Right, exactly. You, yeah, so you use it or lose I mean, it, right. that's there's, silly there's saying, there's but it's to something to
0: know, it. Know, you yeah, absolutely. Well, well, we can, so that goes yeah. for how we hold ourselves already. We sit where we stand, hey. we stand yeah. where we everything we do, you know, how we People right. and, and so there's a there's a lot of body weight that gets lost. It says a lot about ourselves, you know, versus that down, kind of thing, you know, which we see a lot more. And, and, right. and mental health—it's
1: a great—the uh, endorphins that you get from being healthy and taking care of yourself and eating right and sleeping—it's—it's it's part of the whole package, and specifically during this time. COVID. We are thankfully in Texas coming out from, and we're able to come out. We are still wearing masks here. We just have them off today for our podcast, but you're wearing masks. We're wearing masks in our store. But but we we miss the connection with people and going and exercising and walking with people and getting outside now that the weather's better is a great way to also fuel your. The connection we've
0: lost with so many. Right. Find, finding time, you know, time changes this weekend. Yay! We get to
1: have some longer and stay out later. That's
0: right. So, so there's no excuse now to get our get our yeah. walks and get our exercise in. Yeah. yeah, we have to be able to act. Yeah. Uh, we can't. You know, we we get in this sitting society where, we're, where we, you know, we're, we're either at, at, you know, we get out of bed and we we get dressed and ready for work. We sit in our car. We sit at our desk. We sit at the conference yeah. table. We sit. Yeah. In the, Playing, you know, we set it up, you know, so all these things promote. We don't realize how much we probably really sit mm-hmm. now, and so we're always encouraging people to try to work on their lifestyle changes. To, to, you know, if you're going to be at work for eight or ten hours a day, you know, we should have some stand-up portion versus you sitting down. There. And so, um, you know, with stand-up desk, you know, for example, yes. having that as an option so you can alternate between standing and sitting, and you know, so all of one look like you have to you know you're doing pretty well i don't see what everybody's saying and he goes he goes well i'm really paying attention as you sit here
1: because <laughs> he knows he's with the, like, the judge and the jury <laughs> and i said well i'm proud of you i said hey, you're
0: doing a great <laughs> job so so that but that's what it is Hilarious. sometimes we you know, when we're working out with, with some women sometimes with uh, my one cue that i give you i said, act like you have your wedding dress on act like Aww. you have that expensive dress on Yes.
1: You know,
0: so act, like you're you're a a act like you're carrying a Birkin bag. Act like you're carrying a Birkin bag. You're not going to carry a burden bag like this. I don't want it. So, you know, but, but it's the same thing. We have to present, you know. Okay. And, there's, and there's some, there's some children that has to be. So how would people find you and come in here to train with you? Mm-hmm.
1: So we're, you know, you can
0: go to our website at, uh, at accelerationtrainingconcepts.com um, okay. and that gives people some information. We're located here in Houston in yeah. West Alabama in yeah, Hazard, okay. um, right next to the chocolate bar. A lot of people know where oh, that, that is. Oh, that's
1: funny. How did I miss that? Yeah, right, right. Or the West <laughs> Alabama
0: Ice House. Right? Okay. Yeah. I would know that was. But people can call us and they can talk to us. They can come in and visit with us about, see the facility, visit with us about what we do. Uh, and then if it's right for them at the time, mm-hmm. then we surely are, you know would like to get them in the schedule. And We can, we would screen them first. Mm-hmm. Once we screen them, we go from there and, so again, movement's more important, you know people have a lot of goals. People want to yeah. get stronger, people want to lose weight, and all these yeah. things, I say these are byproducts of of moving better, so yes. again, we have to move well before we say, okay, we're just going to lose weight, and we're going to, you know, those are all good factors, but we have to be able to move well in order yeah. to be successful. It. So we first, that's why we first look at that before just talking about weight loss and talking about getting stronger.
1: Share with so many people. I'm working on writing a TED talk on authenticity and one of the biggest factors of living an authentic life to me that I've found in my research is if you can enjoy your journey enjoy what you're doing because you're connected to your purpose you can find what you the workout thing that you like you can find a way to connect with others while you're doing it or connect with yourself or fuel yourself then it's not about how you're going to look or getting ready for that class reunion it's about living life every day authentically to its fullest and finding joy in the midst of it and this is part of it i think a huge part the way you treat your body deeply and greatly affects the your ability to enjoy the journey